0: Welcome to the newest edition of the ScreenFalls Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we'll be reviewing Searching and To All the Boys I've Loved Before, as well as doing a retro review. Enjoy the show.
1: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a Gangster. how are you doing? I am doing all right, you know, coming off a really long Labor Day weekend. How was your weekend? Pretty good, I guess. (laughs) I
0: don't know. (laughs) I watched watched a good movie, so that's nice. And then, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It it was very busy. It was very busy, I'll say that. I have a lot of stuff that I am doing on top of all my schoolwork. And then, man, it's just a busy time. And I am questioning how I'm going to get anything done with my life. Just because I've got so much to do. All that being said, I'm just, I'm happy we get to talk about some good movies. Or a good movie, depending on your perspective. And I'll be curious once we get to the second review for this. But we're going to start with Searching, which you didn't get a chance to see, correct, Ozzy?
1: No, but I probably will see it. Okay. Yeah, so... We're,
0: we're, we're, this is a movie that I really wish I had Enrique along with me here. Because Enrique is like, he came out of this movie being like, this is one of my favorites of the year. It might be my favorite of the year. And uh, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I'm going that far, but it certainly was good. And Enrique actually wants to see it again. So who knows, I might end up going, see, going to see it again. Searching, if you do not know, is about a father who. His daughter goes missing, and he starts to kind of, throughout the process of this investigation, question how much he knew about his daughter, and what's going on, and w- did she run away? Was she kidnapped? It's it's a huge mystery. A lot of people are comparing it, and they even, in movie, compare it to Gone Girl, which is a fascinating comparison. I This movie, and... Before I even get into the review, I should say the gimmick with this movie and why this movie has gotten a lot of attention and notoriety on top of the fact that it is good and it has a lot of good suspense and stuff like that. This movie is told entirely through a computer screen. That's the gimmick of this movie. That's how the narrative of this movie is structured. That's how everything is told. Uh, if that sounds familiar... <laughs> It's probably because you watched a little horror movie called Unfriended. That's the same gimmick in that movie, apparently. I've never seen it. But according to my brother who has seen it, this does it a whole lot better. And the thing with this movie is, and with any movie that has a gimmick like this, you have to ask yourself the question, if it was just told in a straight narrative, it wasn't told with the computer screen gimmick or whatever, would it still be good? And I genuinely believe... That yes, it would be good. And I believe that for a couple of reasons. Number one, the performances are really, really solid. The guy who plays the dad is awesome. I'm gonna pull up his name in a second. But the second reason, and this is the biggie, this movie kills it with the suspense. You are on the edge of your seat basically the entire time you're watching this. They set up the mystery really well. You're trying to figure out who exactly did what, who knew what, what she was doing, like why she was doing some of the things she was doing beforehand. And a lot of that and how a lot of how they set this up has to do with the structure of this movie, has to do with the way the story is told. Because it's told solely through the computer screen, there's a lot of elements that you can't naturally there's a lot of elements of the story you can't naturally see. So a lot of stuff is held back from you as the audience so you're you're just like things would happen like just around the corner or on a con- on a phone conversation that you can't hear and he's like they'll be talking about somebody they or a conversation they just had with like somebody who could give them a clue or whatever and because it didn't happen in front of the FaceTime camera you didn't see it so you're kind of questioning did that conversation actually happen what's going on It's really, really interesting how the whole thing is put together. And then, like I said, the actual writing of this story, I think, is solid. I think there's a really good mystery here, and they really wrote it well. They dropped little hints here and there as to what's going on. I definitely think if you are one of a very detail-oriented person, you'll be able to put this together before before the mystery is solved. You'll be able to figure it out. I genuinely believe that because they lay little clues here and there throughout so well. And that's not a bad thing. As long as they're not just telegraphing it the whole time and you can see it coming from the whole ways away, mm-hmm. it, it, it's fine to leave it so that some people would be able to figure it out. I don't think this movie it leaves like, I don't think it's telegraphing it the whole time. I think they do it right, where it's a solid mystery that if you really, really pay attention, you might be able to get it, but it's just, it's really interesting, there's a lot of twists and turns, I I really, really appreciate the movie, Uh, the guy who played the dad is uh, John Cho, he is essentially the star of the movie, because, I mean, the daughter goes missing, so it's just him trying to find his daughter, and uh, he is really, really good, and then, I mean, I don't know what else this director did. I would have to pull up his filmography. But I would pay attention to this director because things like suspense and stuff like that, that's the kind of... Those are the kind of elements in a movie that it's not just, like... It's not just a fluke. I I think he has this in him, and I'd be curious to see what else this guy does uh, throughout the rest of his career. In terms of negatives I, I don't know I don't really have too many big ones I there's some elements of just uh, of how again how this story was told that you could tell they were reaching just because they wanted to show something they, they played some news segments sometimes and you're just like how was the news getting this quote-unquote live and there's a lot of confusion in, in terms of me maybe other people won't be confused but there was a lot of confusion in terms of the timeline of events like i was watching this thinking it had been like weeks had gone by and i think the entire movie takes place over the course of like five days or something like that and it's just i I didn't catch that at all like i felt like there were like it was like weeks going by and i don't think they did a good job of establishing that so there's a couple things like that and i think a lot of that has to do with the restrictions of the way they decided to tell the story. I am definitely fascinated with this method of telling a story, but I don't know if it's anything more than a gimmick. I don't know if this is going to be something that catches on necessarily. I would hope that it doesn't, because I think it could get really annoying really fast, but I definitely think it was a fascinating watch, or it was fascinating to watch a movie like this that was told this way, you know? I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling with, like, if the gimmick was necessary and you know if it added to the movie more than it took away from the movie ultimately I think it's a little bit of a wash like it 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 added some cool elements and it also was a little bit of a hindrance at times Uh, but overall it doesn't matter because the performances were solid and the story was really good so yeah that's my review my rating is going to be I'm gonna give this movie an 8 I think this is a a really, really good action, or not action movie, a really, really good mystery suspense-type thriller movie, and I think that if you like these kind of like mystery suspense movies, this is definitely a movie to check out. It's 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 certainly a great movie, and it's probably one of the best movies in theaters right now, so I would definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, Again, I wish Enrique was on, because Enrique was much higher on this movie than I was, but I certainly enjoyed it and I certainly recommend it.
1: Yeah. Dope it. Dope dude.
0: Yeah. So Ozzy, you have two movies to go see because you still haven't seen Crazy Rich Asians. And I need you to see well, that movie.
1: The thing is, I was either <laughs> gonna see that or this or searching because I was like, man, like I really wanna see Crazy Rich Asians. And And then I had family things come up. And then every time. And then, like, I promised my dad that I would take him to see Mission Impossible. So, like, I couldn't conflict with that. Because I, and, like, you know, he needs to see that movie too. So I can't. There's just three movies that are conflicting in my schedule right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: A little box office update Crazy Rich Asians, number one in the box office. Again, by the way, again. This is insane. But (laughs) but, uh, we will uh, move on to another asian-led movie (laughs) i mean look this is this this is a good thing i i think like we have a lot of movies coming out recently that are led by asian actors and that's kind of awesome in fact all three movies that have been mentioned on this podcast so far searching crazy rich asians and now to all the boys i've loved before which is the next movie we're going to be reviewing all asian-led that's awesome anyway I think, based on a comment made by Ozzy before we started recording, that I will be higher on this movie than you, but let's get it from you, Ozzy. What were your overall thoughts on To All the Boys of Love Before, which is a Netflix movie, by the way, so if you haven't heard of it, it's on Netflix, but I probably, you probably have heard of it because it's kind of one of those Netflix movies that kind of took off and found a lot of success on the platform, so.
1: And if you guys don't know, but to all the boys I've loved before, yeah, is about it's about a girl. She's an Asian American girl, and basically, she's had a crush on several guys in her school. And she's written letters to each and every one of them, but she's never actually let them out. She's never sent them to any of the guys. Something happens, and those letters accidentally get sent to all these different guys. So it's about her trying to cope with all these feelings and trying to ultimately, you know, learn more about herself and where she's at with with these feelings. Now, I am really not high in this movie at all. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, there's I'm not going to say it's terrible. I mean, it's not terrible. It's it's an OK movie. It's not like a, it's not it's not going to be my anywhere near my top 10 worst of the year. It's a pretty decent movie. I don't think so highly of it as Carlos does. List it off with po- positives. If you guys were looking for diversity, if you guys were, if you guys are pro liberal, this is your movie. Okay, <laughs> just being honest, just being honest. All this right, your movie. This is your movie. This is, this is the movie. I think, I think, because this movie, this movie is really, this movie is is really is really diverse in its cast. Okay. Um, Certainly,
0: I guess that's a positive. Like, yeah.
1: Like yeah, like like we said it before because. You know, there's been a lot of people saying that. You know, there's, that, you know, a, a lot of a lot of talk about diversity, and I think this is a very diverse film. I mean, like you said it before. I mean, the movies that have come out this. I mean, the movies that have have that we have watched or that you have watched. I mean, mainly Amer, uh, you know, Asian American, and I think that's super awesome. And I think it was for me, it was really refreshing to kind of get that. And I think Landa Lana Condor, she plays Laura Jean. I think she does a really good job, and I think yeah. she. Re- I think she really holds the movie, and, and you really end up caring for her. And I think she does a really good job, and she was really articulate, and I really enjoyed that. I thought she was really awesome in the movie. I also thought that her sister, I also thought the chemistry that she had with her little sister, it really worked well. Yes. I thought it was really nice to have that kind of sisterly bond featured in the movie as well. And then I also like the character of the father. I think his, I think he is John Corbett, played Dr. Kavi. That's what his name is. Mm-hmm. He also did a fantastic job. I think the I think the overall cast did a really good job with their characters. And I do want to go ahead and say that they actually even got the high school. I really like the high school atmosphere that they kind of put in the uh, in this movie as well. I really do like that everybody's kind of connected in some way or another. So I will say that is what I like about the movie. Yeah,
0: uh, I will echo Ozzy's sentiments on the cast. I think the cast is solid. Um, I I think the main guy that ends up being, like, the lead, co-lead of the movie or whatever, he's the weakest link in my my opinion, but Lana Condor is definitely a strength. I really like her performance. I think this, this movie completely relies on her. If she is not likable as a character, then the movie falls apart, and I think she is very likable as a character, and a lot of that has to do with Lana Condor's performance and her screen presence. She is really good, and she's likable. Um, and the character's also written well, so there is something to be <laughs> said about that. And I agree with you in terms of the dynamics between her and her sister. And both of her sisters, to be honest. I, I actually bought that relationship and the whole family dynamic. I agree with you also on the school, on the high school dy- dynamic. That's really good. But moving past that to more positives, I just think that the overall story here as much as like i i mean i know the guy is turning into like a new heartthrob like all a lot of girls are in love with this guy cool he's fine but i actually for as much as i don't like i didn't love his performance i don't love this dude as an actor i actually bought their relationship i actually thought it worked pretty well and the kind of transformation that takes place between uh these characters, and I I just I think the story is ultimately written pretty well. You might disagree with me, Ozzy. Maybe that'll be a point in your negative. I don't know, but I actually think that the main central storyline here is written rather well. And the whole setup of this movie is not exactly what I was expecting. And that's why we're not getting too too much into like what ends up happening in this movie. Now the outcome is pretty like it's a standard rom-com okay you know how the movie's gonna end once you get the setup but I ultimately think that the setup is interesting enough that the story kind of carries you through some of the more familiar beats but yeah I just ultimately I found myself smiling a lot watching this movie I really enjoyed the time I had with this movie I think it's really cute it's really fun I just ultimately I think it's a good movie But let's move into negatives. Ozzy, what do you
1: have? This movie is extremely predictable. Like, I I knew what I was getting into as soon as I saw the trailer. I was like, okay, this is going to happen. And it happened. (laughs) I don't think I disagree with you completely when it comes to the setup. I knew from each point in time. For me, it was stupid watching it because I was, for me, one, the character, the character got mad at, at somebody else for something that wasn't even this person's fault. It was her fault. 100% 100% and I'm not gonna get into it because it's details, but it was it was stuff like that that where I would see like Just just common sense I mean if, at least for me as to why I really couldn't Connect with the story mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that was going down. I was like this doesn't really make sense And it was just kind of ridiculous and I've seen this story. I've seen this story play out before um, Something similar I guess to the story <sighs> Which is why, I mean, which is why for me, I guess it didn't connect because it didn't look really like the other film that I saw that a similar sort to this. I mean, for me, the story just really isn't compelling. Like, I know at the end of the day what's going to happen, and it just takes away from everything that... Every, every, every problem that comes her way,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: just know ultimately the outcome of it, and it ends up happening. So for me, there's no really surprises, and for me, half the things that happen in this movie... Could have been avoided. Just okay, logically. So, I mean, that's why for yeah. me, I can't really give this movie a, a 100%. Uh, You know, 100%. This is a great... Like, this is a good movie. Yes. Um, I mean, you can watch this movie. You can have a fun time with this movie. But for me, just looking at this movie and just having a logical standpoint towards it, for me, it just... It, I, I couldn't get there all the way with this movie. All right. A bit of a counterpoint here.
0: First of all, I... I agree with you to an extent that it's predictable I just think as the movie goes along certainly like I like this movie less and less towards the end because I think that it just falls so far into just the cookie cutter tropes of it all and characters do again agreeing with you dumber and dumber things but I excuse it for a lot of the movie because ultimately We have to remember that this is a high school movie. High schoolers do stupid things. I certainly did. I know you certainly did.
1: I know I certainly did. Yeah, so Um. (laughs) I
0: I think people at that age make dumb decisions that are completely illogical. And there's a lot of it that I just kind of go, yeah, we're watching a high school movie. What do you expect? They're going to do dumb things. They're going to, you know, do things that... Are obviously not the right way to approach things. They're going to talk to people in a way that's really dumb. So, a lot of it I excuse, but I think I agree with you that it gets a little bit too, too much at the end. Now, in terms of the cookie cutter and how it's all like, you know, you know what's happening, you've seen it before, I, I just fundamentally disagree with that. And I know we've talked about this a little bit before. But I don't care if a movie just follows its tropes as long as it's executed well. And I think, ultimately, this movie, for the most part, is executed well. So, no,
1: that wasn't, that wasn't a negative that I've seen it before. Yeah. It was a negative of the fact that, I mean, with, with, even with the other film, I, just, I didn't like the story just due, due to the fact that I could tell what was, what was going on. You and, think and they so telegraphed so it,
0: or it, was it just because you'd seen it before? That that's my question.
1: I tell it. I, I knew it. I, okay. they, they telegraphed it horribly for me, in my yeah. opinion. Okay. Um I could tell from from like twenty miles away, yeah. what was going to happen. Yeah. Like this wasn't a surprise for me uh-huh. at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, I, I just think. Uh, I guess what I what what I'm mostly talking about in terms of the setup, which is something you talked about a little bit, is uh, you know when you see the trailer for this movie, you're thinking. It's just going to be all the way about her like going around, dealing with all these letters and stuff like that. And it's a little bit about that, but it turns into a little bit of something else. And that's what I wasn't expecting. That's more what I was talking about. And then ultimately, I enjoyed the characters enough that I enjoyed the ride of the rest of the movie. Uh, I guess that's kind of where it is. If you enjoy the characters enough to kind of ignore the you know, more telegraphed nature of the story, then sure. I I think that's ultimately where our divide is. But in terms of negatives, yes, uh, I again, I agree with you, especially as the movie goes on. And I think that there are some characters who are really, really two-dimensional and really don't work. There's a bully, quote unquote, type character, a mean girl type character that I just don't buy her at all. She was very, very much a caricature. Uh, there's a it
1: was a car, it was like a cartoon yes, character, honestly. Yes.
0: Um. There, it was there's terrible. A, there's a guy in this movie. One of the guys that she writes a letter to that you think that it's gonna be a storyline that kind of that ultimately you think it's going to be the focus of the movie and ends up not being that and not only does it not end up being the focus of the movie they kind of forget about it for the majority of the movie like it's something they don't go back to they don't explore and then when they do explore it it was just like weird and like what is going on i'm not quite sure what you're doing with this again i enjoyed the central relationship the central focus of the movie but there were some side elements that didn't quite work i again i don't want to sound like i'm like in love with this movie Ultimately, I just think it's a cute movie that I enjoyed watching. But it certainly has its flaws. And it's not a all-time classic in the rom-com genre or anything like that. But, yeah, th- those are some of my negatives. Uh, do you have anything else or do you want to rate it and move on?
1: I'll agree. I-, I have to go. I have to address that that, that, that side storyline as well. I mean, yeah. they said the side storyline with that kid to be huge and a huge focus. Mm-hmm. And we didn't see him for... Like this movie was, I think this movie was an hour and thirty nine minutes. We didn't see him for half that, yeah. half the movie, and it's like, you know you completely forget about him. <laughs> exactly. Um, like and I was, then they and then they're uh, yeah. just like and then it was like oh yeah, we should probably address that. Mm-hmm. And then when they do, you're just you're just like, you 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 the question then pops into your head as to why did the writers write this? in the first place yeah
0: exactly i like i i literally had a moment where i was like wasn't this supposed to be about the other dude like what are we doing and then when it happens you're just like all right let's get back to the regular because she makes because she makes such a huge deal out of it yeah exactly Like
1: she doesn't even address it for like. but ultimately again that's (laughs) part
0: of the reason that i was surprised by the setup of this movie because it didn't go in the direction i was expecting so i give it points in that aspect but in the way they handled the other side of that coin, I don't. So it kind of like, it ultimately, it's a bit of a wash. I, I don't know. It, it's kind of strange. But I don't want to make it sound like all of the side characters were terrible because they weren't. I, I think that there's definitely some characters, again, going back to the sisters, I especially one, the, the younger sister is a really good character. The dad's a good character. Uh, there is a guy that she writes a letter to that ends up being a little bit more fleshed out and kind of, in a way, becomes a bit of a friend to her that I think was a funny and interesting character. But yeah, I I, I definitely like this movie, but I it certainly has its flaws. But let's rate it and move on. What do you got, Ozzy?
1: I'm giving it a solid six.
0: All right. Fair enough. I'm, I mean, I think based on our view, you can tell where I am. I'm at a seven. I think this is a good movie. Certainly got its flaws, but it's good. Um, and Ozzy, that's about where I expected you to be as well. So, yeah. Uh, either way, I think it's if you're if, if, if there's nothing else to watch on Netflix, if you want to watch a fun little movie on Netflix, I think you could check it out. But, yeah. All right. Moving on to another thing that's on Netflix. And this is where a retro review is going to come into play. Now, this is something that we, we've done retro reviews before. Haven't done uh, them in a long time, it's been a while. And it's something that I have certainly talked to you about doing a separate podcast completely for this type of concept. And it's something that's definitely in the works. It's in the discussion. We've talked about it. But I think it's time. we, we got to talk about some, some movies that one of us especially hasn't seen. And I think it gives us the best opportunity to do it when one of us hasn't seen it and i think almost every time we've done a retro view, i don't want to say every time but almost every time it's because <laughs> you're like hey i didn't see that before so let's watch it let's review it and you know it works out like that and the one we're talking about today again it's on netflix so if you want to pause this go watch it and then come back go for it and it is room not the room Again, we have to, this always has to be, (laughs) I don't think the movie Room can ever be mentioned without somebody saying, not the room, Room. (laughs) And this is the movie starring Brie Larson and Jacob Tremblay, uh, won a bunch, or I don't know if it won a bunch, but it was nominated for a couple of Oscars uh, in 2015, I want to say, right? Uh, Brie Larson won her Best uh, Actress uh, Award for this movie. And Ozzy watched it on Netflix for the first time. And I am very curious to hear what you have to say about this movie, Ozzy.
1: This movie is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This movie, excuse me. For those of you guys who don't know, it's about a mother who, 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 you know, she was raped and she ended up having a child. Due to the fact that, due to the fact that she that, that that she had gone through that, and she has been in cap she's been in captivity with her child for the past five years, um, in a room, mm-hmm. uh, with her kid, and it's 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 an escape story, and it's also uh, kind of an an adaptation story as well, when it comes to when it comes to the concept of this film, but, um one one and foremost, Brie Larson is an amazing actress. And this is, I mean, I don't know if this was the first time you saw her. The first time I saw her in a film, I think it was Kong. Um, but everything else I've seen her in, she's done pretty pretty well in. I think you've seen her far.
0: before that, but I don't you don't remember. I, I can name one movie in particular that you're going to go, she was in that? 21 Jump okay. Street.
1: What? Yeah. All right, I'm definitely gonna watch that movie today. <laughs> anyway, so um, she, but no, but uh, for me, this was definitely her best performance by far. Um, she she did yeah. an amazing job with this movie, and she won an Oscar, I believe, for best uh, best actress in this film, and she deserved it, hundred percent. I mean, she did an amazing job with this movie. Jacob Tremblay, this was his best performance, and I've watched him. Over the years i mean i think his performance in wonder or this or or it's between this and 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 wonder where i would say he gave a really amazing um performance um he did he did fantastic the chemistry that him and brie larson have is 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 really really amazing honestly it's it's some of the best chemistry i've seen um ever between between an adult actor and a a young actor i think it's some of the best chemistry um that i've ever seen yes i look i've seen this movie i
0: can't remember the last i didn't have time to watch it before we recorded this but i have seen this movie a couple of times because i remember distinctly showing a lot of people this movie when it when i first got it on dvd and after that award season run that it made and for for reference, this movie was nominated for four Oscars and won just the Best Actress for Brie Larson, but it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay, which I think are all fair nominations. In that same year, there was a lot of discussion about Jacob Tremblay. I believe he was nominated for Golden Globe that year, so everyone was like, oh, he's got a shot in an Oscar, but as we've discussed before, <laughs> the Golden Gloves are not indicators for the Oscars, so that ended up not happening. But I genuinely believe. I mean, looking at this Best Supporting Actor category, I mean that was a pretty big year. Uh, you had Mark Rylance, uh, who ended up winning ridiculously for British Spies. Uh, I would take Jacob Tremblay over him, to be honest. You had Christian Bale in The Big Short. Uh, eh, fair, I guess. Tom Hardy in The Revenant. I. No, I probably wouldn't take him over that, but I, I'd take him. I This might be... I mean, a lot of people will probably be upset at me about saying this, but I'd take him over Sylvester Stallone in Creed. Mark Ruffalo, I wouldn't, because I think Ruffalo should have won that year. But needless to say, Jacob Tremblay was in that top ten supporting actor performances, and even if you don't think he should have been nominated, he was certainly in the discussion. So you had two powerhouse performances, because... I, I mean, I think it's basically just a fact. This is Brie Larson's best performance. I mean, it's what won her her Oscar. It's what catapulted her career to the next level because before this movie, Brie Larson, I mean, she was you know playing smaller roles in comedies, like we said, with 21 Jump Street. She was in uh, Trainwreck. What's another one? Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World she was in. Uh, So she certainly did her due. She paid her dues. She was in good movies. But, and even Short Term 12, which is a indie movie, which I haven't seen, but a lot of people praise her performance in that. But this is the movie that put her on the map. This is, in my opinion, this is the reason that she is Captain Marvel in the MCU, or will be Captain Marvel in the MCU, because of this movie. Because she won an Oscar for this movie, and she deserved it, because she was just outstanding, and she carries the movie, and in terms of the story, let's talk about a bit, about the story, because you would think that the strength of Brie Larson's performance would be in the heat of her captivity and all that, and, you know, what's going on in that storyline, and when she's, you know, being tortured and raped repeatedly by this man while she's in this shed or whatever, in this room, I mean, the namesake of the movie, <laughs> in this room, but... In reality, which spoiler alert for Room again, which is if you haven't seen it, pause it, go watch it. It's on Netflix, easily available. But we're gonna get into it. But the strength of Brie Larson's performance is probably also the strength of the movie, and it is after she gets out of the out of Room, right? Yeah. When when she gets out and she has to start coping with everything that happened to her, because when she's in the room. She kind of just numbs, it, it all just becomes numbed her. She doesn't like, she's not processing any of it. And when she gets out and she has to deal with the reality of what happened to her and the reality and what reality looks like moving forward with her and between her and her son, that's where the strength of her performance comes to fruition. And that's the strength of the movie, in my opinion. And it's surprising considering it's like, after the quote-unquote climactic movie of the movie, or the moment climactic moment of the movie,
1: you know. Yeah, but I mean, this movie, yeah. this movie's writing is absolutely on point. Yeah, I mean, this was one of the best screenplays of the year. I'm um, just looking back at that year. I think. It, I mean, honestly, I think it was like I like I said it before. I mean, this cast this cast is amazing, and. I love how it really goes deep into kind of coping with 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 everything when it comes to seeing. This is a spoiler-free review. I think I think it's safe to say, right? And uh, you mean spoilers, or do you, yeah. Uh, yeah, spoilers?
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're getting into the movie. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Again, pause it, go check it out. But if you have seen it, then enjoy the discussion. <laughs>
1: there you go. Um, I mean, with this movie, I mean, it's it's. I mean when when William h Macy he did you know he did a fantastic mm-hmm. job for those of you guys who don't know who he is he is in shameless you know seeing him in this movie and him act the way he did towards towards jack was absolutely astounding to me I mean I you know the, the situation the, this movie really asks deep questions like that and it really it's a unique story and it deals with you know, it's great to have your daughter home. You know, it's an amazing thing that you found your daughter after so many years, but she has someone. You know, she has a she has a child to to walk after now, and it's mm-hmm. her child. How do you? I mean, can, like how like how can you cope with that? And and I think I think that movie. I think this movie did did a really you know bold thing when he couldn't even look at his own grandson. Um, I, think, I thought that was very powerful. I thought that was very symbolic. I thought that was very sad at the same time. When they asked Brie Luxon's character, did you ever think to talk to the captor and releasing the baby? That's something very deep, and that's something that you yeah. can clearly see, see that she never even thought about due to the fact that it was her child. It was the only light that she really had, in, in that time. So, I mean, for me, this movie does ask, does ask these questions and it's very deep and, you know, this movie does have light moments in it. I um, mean, it does have, does have a lot of, it does have some light moments among, you know, in this really darker movie. But for me, this is a really powerful movie. It does mm-hmm. ask these difficult questions and I think it's 100% a hundred percent worth the watch.
0: Oh yeah. And uh, another thing that is just, so incredible about this movie. I mean, obviously, that like we said, the climactic moment of the movie is when when they escape, right? And that that's a great sequence, and I really really like the whole planning of it and how he is not having it and all of that and his transition because ultimately, if you look at this movie and um, there's even um, voiceover in this movie, it's Jacob Tremblay's voiceover. This is Jacob Tremblay's vehicle in the sense that. It's told through his perspective, his character's perspective. So even his mom's kind of what his mom's going through on the outside once they get out is told through his perspective. So there's a little bit of a gloss over it because you're not getting the full picture because, of course, he's going to be shielded from some of that. And one of the most fascinating and some of the more, in a way, dark And humorous moments are in that first portion of the movie when they're just in this room and he thinks it's it's in the entire world. And his mom is telling him, no, there's a world outside. Like, the TV people, that's just like, they're not in the TV. Like, she's trying to explain all this to him. And it's obviously, it's hard to explain some of these concepts to kids, but to a kid who's never been outside of one room, that's incredibly complex and they you know a lot of obviously a lot of the credit of this writing has to go to the original book that it's based on but I think they did a good job adapting it for the screen and it comes across a lot of this dialogue and some of the complex things that have to happen for her to even be able to convince him to help them escape you know that, that's fascinating stuff it's really well written and well executed And one of the most striking elements of this movie and one of the most, you know, really shocking moments of this movie happens towards the very end when they go back to the room, right? And Mm -hmm. Jacob Tremblay, he's almost excited because it's a bit of a nostalgia trip for him because that's where he grew up. But then he goes in and he goes... He said something like, where's the rest of it? Why is it so small? Something like that. You might remember better than I am. Yeah. He says something like that. And it's and you look and they show the room. And it is so much smaller than you remember it even just watching the movie. Because in, in the movie, for the first I don't. Even, I don't know how how long it is. How long would you say? Like 40, the
1: first hour, like first 40 four, to five yeah, forty-five minutes
0: to, an hour. minutes to an hour. You are just in this room, so just like this kid, it seems huge. I mean, not huge, but it seems bigger than it actually is. You know what I'm saying? And then when you go back to it, and you see how small it was, and you realize how absolutely terrible that must have been. It's just, it's really, really striking moment in the movie right at the end to leave you. And I just, I really, really like this movie. I think that because of Brie Larson's performance, it kind of like, people forget that the movie itself was actually really great. Just because everyone only talks about Brie Larson. And that's fair because she is great. But the movie itself
1: is awesome and deserved its nominations thoroughly yeah, I mean, I hundred percent agree with you. I mean, this movie was amazing. And um, I'm definitely gonna give it a second watch. It's one of those movies where for me, i I, I probably need to watch it again, <laughs> but because it, it's really it's really amazing, and it's really great filmmaking. And the cinematography in this movie yeah. is amazing. Um, quote me, Bob. <laughs> um, but you know this 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 movie was written really well. I think the story is really compelling. You care for the side of characters. I mean, even the relationship that he slowly develops with his grandmother, you're a hundred percent invested. And I think I mean, I think even the actress who played his grandmother did did a phenomenal job. and and she was also, for me, also a powerhouse and also a really strong support in this movie as well. Yeah,
0: all right. now, branching off from this discussion, let let's talk a little bit about because this was twenty fifteen, I believe this came out. So this was the Oscars of that year. And this was, that was the year before we started the podcast. So we didn't talk about a lot of these movies. But I, I want to talk about the best picture category of that year. Because it's interesting looking back on it now and what we kind of, as we reflect. I, I, don't know, I don't know how many of these movies you've actually, I think you've seen the majority of them. I think there might, if I had to guess, I'm going to say there's two that you haven't seen. I'm going to list them off and you tell me how many of them you have seen. Spotlight? The big I haven't short. Seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. So we're already, I think, going to be more than my prediction of two. Uh, Bridge of Spies. Didn't see that. Oh, I thought you did. Dang it. Uh, Brooklyn.
1: I have seen that. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. The Martian. Yep. The Revenant. Yep. And Room. Okay. So we were at three. Just one over. <laughs> I was expecting. Yeah, man i i thought you had seen you had seen spotlight for sure um is that one on netflix i feel like it was on netflix i don't
1: know if it's i feel on. like it was too i just i never saw it
0: yeah okay but of the ones you have seen where would you put the room or where would you put room you have a, 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 a reminder you have brooklyn mad max the martian revenant and room Oh. Uh, yeah, and that, those are of the ones you have seen.
1: I think right now my t- my my two ones that I would put together would be Room and Brooklyn. Okay. But I think out of those, I think I think I think that Room would have won. Okay. I I'm a little surprised
0: cuz I remember you being higher on the revenant than I was, so I'm surprised you don't still have that at your number 1. <laughs>
1: I love The Revenant. I think The Revenant is – it's my personal favorite
0: mm-hmm.
1: just because I'm – I love nature <laughs> and I, I, I'm just, I love nature and I love seeing things with views. I mean you could even ask Carlos. Some, like half the time my wallpaper is of a beach or it's <laughs> of a landscape. It literally is. I, I love nature and I went to Tennessee a couple of years ago and I saw The Smoky Mountains for the first time. I, I fell in love. I want to go again. So I mean, for me, that's why The Revenant is one. Of, also one of my favorite films. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just you're just embroiled in all of that, and you see all this. Even though he's going through a terrible thing, <laughs> he's just he's also surrounded with so much beauty. I think in the world, and and, and for me, that also just captures this. Just captures nature. You know, there could mm-hmm. be the most be- be- uh, horrific thing going on, but overall, it's the in the big picture, it's 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 beautiful. But for me, this story—it's this when it comes to the room—it's it's pure human connection as well, which is obviously going to connect to people a lot more. Yeah, if we're going to be honest. And you know, like I stated before, I mean the relationship that he ends up developing with his with his grandmother, yeah. uh, with 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 the other person that she's staying with, and with the the relationship that he ends up developing with his mother—I just think all of that would have would have garnered a best picture ultimately because yeah. we've all felt those things we've all grown closer with our grandmothers or, or, or And family family members and all that so for me that would have been the connection there Um as to why I would have put it for best mm-hmm. picture Yeah, purely the human connection there and 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 just these people end up ending up caring about um her son Yeah, so
0: yeah, if I take out the ones that you haven't seen uh, room would probably end up being the best of the bunch uh i mean i really like brooklyn that would definitely be in there revenant's an interesting one i don't think that would take it over <laughs> room uh the martian eh, yeah yeah i mean the martian's good don't get me wrong the martian's a very good movie uh but i i don't think it holds a candle to room so i i ultimately think room is that this that the best of that bunch there Uh, If I'm including all of them, I mean, Spotlight is still the best. I I know that a lot of people think, oh, Spotlight, that's a boring Best Picture winner. Spotlight is an incredible movie, and if you don't acknowledge that, then I don't get it. But, fair enough. I I know, I, I certainly know people and have heard tons of people who think that the Best Picture that year wasn't even nominated, and that was Sicario. I strongly disagree with that statement. I think Sicari is a great movie but I don't think it's that great. But I know there's tons of people who believe that. Uh, 2015 was an interesting year. Uh, (laughs) It was a year that I think is remembered for getting Leo his first Oscar more than anything even though Leo shouldn't have won that year. Fast um Bender. yes you should have uh, yes, <laughs> this nah, we uh. have talked about even though we you know we <laughs> didn't have the podcast we have brought up a lot of these movies because one of the movies we did a quote-unquote retro review for was uh steve jobs as well and uh, we talked a lot about uh that oscar race that had happened the year before you know i think everyone knows where we stand <laughs> but, <laughs> Uh, it was that was a good Oscar year, I remember. Like, the whole Leo thing had a lot, like, they had a lot of eyes on the Oscars that year. A lot of people watched just because they wanted to see Leo win, so that, that was a big, big deal. I remember he that.
1: better have won. I mean, the dude ate a freaking uh, like, he actually ate what did he eat? Like, a, like a liver? He actually ate a liver, that's insane. <laughs> Method acting at its finest, yeah. like, what the heck?
0: Look, I. I a great performance. It was not better than Michael But <laughs> I don't, I don't wanna, think it was better. I don't want to get in this discussion again. We're not going to get
1: into this discussion. <laughs> we haven't had this discussion in two years. Yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> again,
0: Leo, great actor. He should have won before. It's just, you know, maybe not that one. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Room was a good movie, and again, if you stuck through the entire review, even though you haven't watched the movie, fair enough. But go watch it because there's really no reason not to. And it's a great movie. So check it out. All right. Yeah. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Ozzie, do you want to close this out or do you want to do recommendations? How do you want to do this?
1: Let's do recommendations. Guys, my recommendation is probably going to be This Is Us. Uh, I just saw the season <laughs> three trailer. It's a 30-second clip. Don't get too excited. But <laughs> I, I am just super excited to see the Pearsons come back. I was mm-hmm. I was watching it uh, with, with I was watching This Is Us and I was showing my uh, my friend was over and I was showing her uh, the the show and, and she was really getting into it. She was like she's like I'm so confused, but this is so good. <laughs> and I was just like, This is this character, this is this character, you know, and everything and, and she was really enjoying it and, and yeah. it's just such a good show. I mean someone who was not even and he, someone who didn't even know the show, just off of one episode, liked it and enjoyed what they were watching. And for me, that deserves, that show deserves uh, definitely a recommendation.
0: It's the best show on network television right there. So get on it before it comes back.
1: I've never agreed with you more.
0: <laughs> All right. My recommendation is going to be a little bit out of left field. And it is going to be the animated movie, the animated Disney movie that came out in 1999. Do you know what it was, Ozzy? 1999. What was the cartoon that Disney made that year? Dumbo. No. What
1: Dumbo? No. Dumbo, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Dumbo don't know is a like long that. time ago. No, <laughs> Dumbo's got saying. some
0: questionable material, and it. it was a long time ago um tarzan that was the 1999 <laughs> um, <Disney movie. laughs> uh, i watched this the other day because i had one of the songs stuck in my head and i really enjoy this movie i think it's a little short like it kind of flies by and you're just like when it, when it, the movie's like in the third act you're like what how are we already here uh so i think that's certainly a problem with it like they could have taken a little bit more time to dwell with dwell on some of these characters and some of their relationships but the music is great the animation is solid and the action is awesome and you have a really really good lead character in Tarzan I really enjoy this movie and uh it, I think it still holds up um as a Disney animated film so yeah uh before we wrap it up Ozzie, uh, going back to your recommendation I, I wanna I gotta ask you, because I t- sent you a text the other day telling you to watch a trailer for a TV show. Did you watch it? I did. Okay. <laughs> is it or is it not a ripoff of This Is Us?
1: <laughs> oh God. No. I I didn't I didn't want to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um Man, man, oh, man, oh, man. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Because thing is, this show, if, For those of you guys who don't know what what it's about, Carlos, uh, you said the title. Let me go ahead and pull it up. Yeah, I'll pull it up too. It's I can't million, remember. It's a, it's, it's a million. It's called a million little things. It's produced by ABC fam by ABC. it's like ABC. ABC. Um, just ABC. And it's about uh, It's about the, it's this group of friends, and one of them commits suicide. And it's about them dealing with the fact that you know this person's gone and, and you know, it's about dealing with it's basically about dealing with the aftermath of a suicide. And Carlos texted me, he goes, This is a ripoff of this is us. And I was like, All right, so I was expecting to see some family business. I was like, man, this is like I'm expecting to see the exact same thing, except reverse, like you know, rules reverse. And I didn't. For me, it, ha- it, has sim- it has a similar concept. Yeah. A similar concept. I wouldn't necessarily call it a rip-off, but I okay. can see where you're coming Yeah. I can see where you're coming from. Maybe I a ripoff is a
0: little strong, okay? I, I Maybe. But I think that you know a show is great when it affects the type of shows that are produced moving forward. There's certainly, because, there's certainly shows like that throughout history. You look at Mad Men, Mad Men, Changed... The type of shows that came out after it, uh, Breaking Bad as a result of Mad Men. You, you look at Game of Thrones, people have vaguely tried. I think Game of Thrones is almost, it, it's a bit of an exception because it's so different that it, nothing wants to even, or it's so good that nothing even wants to come close to like trying to replicate it. But this is us. We have started to pop, see more and more of these type of shows pop up here, here and there where there are these hardcore family dramas or these hardcore dramas dealing with serious issues and this is the most obvious one that I've seen in a while where it's yes you're right it's a it's not a family dealing but it's a tight group of people dealing with the loss of someone important to them you know, it, it definitely has that vibe to it, and I was just like, it to me, it does. was more a representation of the impact of this is us. But I just, you know,
1: I, yeah, I don't know. you threw me off guard with that, and I was like, man, that rip ripoff, man. I ain't gonna watch this. And then I then watched the trailer, and I was like, man, this is. <sighs> this I mean, is so are you sad. <laughs> look? Does, does
0: it make you want to watch? Like, are you gonna watch this show, or do you think you, you have a, your fill of this kind of show already?
1: I think I might pass the show. I think I might give it a season and see what everybody thinks. If it's getting rave reviews, I'll get into it. Because I haven't I haven't sat down and watched it. An, I haven't sat down and watched an ABC show. That's a complete lie. Agents of Shield. Yeah, hello. Other than Shield. <laughs> um, but, um, but no, I mean, you know, Shield. Shield is doing really well. And for me, this this does have an interesting concept. It's about people dealing with. Dealing with with a loss after somebody that somebody close to them commits suicide, and that's I mean that's a really interesting concept. And if this is executed well, mm-hmm. I'm willing to watch it because how can you you know yeah, questions it, look if it's the good then, then it has yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean I mean I mean I mean I mean I I hope that this show has has the capability of going that far yeah. in answering these tough questions, because that's what makes this is us really great. I mean, they really go far sometimes and they really do try to express all of these human emotions. And for me, I mean, I couldn't, I mean, I'm, I'm open to seeing stuff like that. And for me, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's an interesting enough concept for me where I'm in intru- I'm interested. Yeah. And I can see where you're coming from, where you're saying that this is us has inspired these shows for me. That's that's fine if it's an inspiration, but if it can be its own thing, yeah, which it looks exactly. like it, it can be, I agree. I'm interested. Look, so, like like I said before, a...
0: in our uh, review of to all the boys I've done before, I if it's executed well, then it doesn't matter, you know, if it's if you've seen it before, and I, that holds true for this show. I just when me and my brother because we were both watching, I don't remember what we were watching, but when the trailer for this popped up. We were just sitting there like, this this is us. (laughs) It's just ABC wants their own This Is Us. And that's clearly the case. ABC wants their own This Is Us. And hopefully this version's good. If it's not, then, you know, they missed their shot. And that's fine. Uh, but if it is, then cool, because then I have another thing that I need to watch and then get behind on and try to catch up on. So, <laughs> But yeah, it, it was just, it's interesting. So go go ahead and if you're still listening, because we're, uh, you know, I don't know how many people we are still going to have because we told everyone that if you haven't seen Room, you might want to bail. <laughs> but if you're still listening, <laughs> if you're still listening and you haven't seen the trailer for this show, uh, what's the title again, Ozzy?
1: This is called A Million Little Things. If
0: you haven't seen the trailer for A Million Little Things, go check this trailer out and then let us know, is it a ripoff of This Is Us? And do you plan on watching it? And do you even care if it's a ripoff of This Is Us, even if it is? Um, Yeah, let us know what you think. All right, Ozzy, let's sign out and
1: get out of here. Sounds good, man. Where can people find you on social media?
0: All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfalls. It's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the YouTube channel and the website. A little bit of housekeeping real quick. Hard Knocks is ending today, a day of recording on Tuesday. So we will have a full season of Hard Knocks review and recap Coming up probably maybe on the next episode. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I don't know. I might tag it on the episode after that. And yeah, so be look- be on the lookout for that. Bob will be joining me for that. And other than that, I think, I mean, we got a lot of movies coming out this weekend. So be on the lookout for that episode in general. Because I think a lot of people are going to be interested in that. And I think that's it. Sorry for no episode this past weekend. Just um, the way it worked out. But hopefully we won't miss any more. Uh, in the next coming uh, couple days, but who knows? Because not to shoot my own horn, but the week this weekend is my birthday, so we'll see how recording ends up going this weekend. I don't know how that's gonna go. Uh, we'll figure. Yeah, out.
1: man, it's his <laughs> birthday. He's turning the big two three. Yeah, we'll
0: figure out Bro, how so that goes. Uh, who knows? I have no idea. <laughs> Um, we'll figure it
1: ladies, out
0: ladies um, birthday nope let's not do that it's his
1: birthday <laughs>
0: nope we're not give doing that all right guys
1: give him a punch <laughs> ozzy
0: what about you where can people find you
1: um people can find me on social media at castro ozzy and you guys should email me presents that you want to get carlos at <laughs> castro at screenfellows.com maybe we do a little uh you know, a little trivia. If, if we do do a Saturday episode, we're going to make it fun. We're going to make it fun. And and Carlos, you know, this is going to be a suggestion. we on air, put on the air. We're going to have a little trivia. We're going to do a little trivia night, and you guys, you know, we can ask Carlos questions. This is his birthday, and we could also talk about anything he wants on his birthday. So, Carlos, anything TV, movie-related, or anything that you want the audience to know about you. Oh, no. I, <laughs> okay. We we can we can talk about it. It could be a fun episode, All right, guys. We'll
0: figure oh, it out. We'll, we'll we'll birthday. brainstorm a little bit, see what we uh come up with. How about that? All <laughs> right.
1: For well, those of you football fans, he's a dolphin fan, so just just you know just sad just, times. Just, just, okay. Yeah. Sad times, sad times. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep it positive. His birthday. Yeah, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please reveal to listen and subscribe on iTunes google play or soundcloud please rate and review the podcast on itunes and google play also check out the website because you know there's stuff still not being posted on there but actually
0: i might be getting something coming onto the website pretty soon so keep your
1: eye on it Uh, we'll just say that Ooh, Ooh, carlos might have a surprise my surprise is on his birthday (sighs) on his birthday week that's insane Carlos is over here breaking records. Um, and yeah, guys, thank you so much for watching, uh, or not for watching, but listening. This is Screen Palace.